0: 27X Band the, the Futures of Rock and Roll. roll. Welcome to Dongtini. Bienvenidos a Dongtini. Episode number 74. On today's show, Steffi offended Mars Hill attendees at the David Bazan concert, Simone got hacked and probably spammed you, and the ladies are fed up with Facebook's retarded fuckery. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie
1: Drury.
2: Hello, Stephanie. How are you doing?
1: I'm dong very well. How are you, Dong Simone?
2: I'm, I'm a bit humiliated. That's how I'm dong. Um, Just as I was setting up to record the show, I got a message from my friend Matt telling me that my hotmail had been hacked. Isn't that just so (laughs) fucking humiliating? I just thought I'm just. I know. So are you humiliated
1: that you still have a hotmail account? Is that what you're humiliating?
2: No, no, that's not my main account. I mean, come. On, I'm not a f- complete... Hotmail is like the step up from AOL. Like if somebody still has an AOL account, it's like, oh, okay. And then after that, it's Hotmail is the next most embarrassing email to have. But no, I don't use it. I, that, my Hotmail is my dump email. It's just like I have to sign right. up for something, so I just give my Hotmail. It's a shit, shit email. So I'm not embarrassed to have it because I just use it to, to shit on it. But um I'm just embarrassed that a, that a hack was sent out from my email. It just seems just... You know, whenever you get a hack email from someone, you feel like, oh, like that's kind of embarrassing for them that they got hacked. Yeah, you
1: know, you're right. You're right because it's not yeah. their fault. But I'm always like, oh, that sucks yeah. to be them. And then you yeah, kind of yeah. think maybe
2: a little less of them. Yeah, like they, they weren't savvy enough to protect themselves. But yeah. yeah. So I was like, I can't believe this happened to me. This was never supposed to happen to me. But yeah, it did. So, oh, God. Yeah, so that, that's how I'm, uh, how I'm uh, feeling right now. Um, <laughs>
1: was it some kind of wiener-related thing that was sent out, I hope? like at No, least it was like it was, a or... casino,
2: it was a casino get oh. online gambling link. That's oh, that's all. the word. At least I wasn't pretending, hey, you guys, this is really awesome. You should check it out. I've actually made a bunch of money doing this. That would have been... <laughs> <laughs> I that did that because I downloaded
1: the, um, the Maria Bamford special. Which I highly recommend anyone doing. It's five bucks. But then it automatically sent out the thing. And I'm sure it asked me. And I I just kind of clicked. Sure, you can tweet that I bought it, you know,
2: to help her out. But
1: the tweet read, I just bought Maria Bamford's special from chill.com. It's really awesome. And it was only five dollars. And I'm
2: like, I did not say that when I looked at it. But yeah. So humiliating. Humili- <laughs> yeah, so humiliating when people put words into your goddamn mouth, but at least that was something you actually bought. I've not done any online gambling. So, <laughs> but at least I didn't like, you know, verbalize it. You online so, gambled yeah. when
1: you just agreed to meet me in person. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that I did. <laughs> Still paying that off. Anyway, um. <laughs> Out
1: of your hide. Um, <laughs> last night, I went to go see Dave Bazan at the Neptune, which is this, I really like that venue. And its it was an old theater, you know, from like, it's 100 years old. And so we saw him there, and I sat in the balcony. And I went with Ben and Aaron from the Grapes of Rad. And we texted during the opener. <laughs> <laughs> and um Aaron like not to be mean but Aaron like texted texted me this is like as if someone forced me to write songs when I was 17 (laughs) (laughs) and so and we were I mean bless their hearts they were like in their 20s you know and um for the last song they go like Ben and I had been texting back and forth we're like these these songs you know they all sound the same I'm waiting for one to sound different and then for the they go this will be our last song it's called consistency (laughs) (laughs) we died it was wow. so much fun but um so while we are sitting there in between the opener and Bazan um they were we were talking about fake Driscoll and um so the people all of a sudden like this row in front of us it's all these guys wearing blazers and scarves and newsboy caps which are things mm-hmm. people wore like 10 years ago so that might have been the first clue that they went to Mars Hill but they all turn around they go did you say Mark Driscoll what's your problem uh- with Mark Driscoll <laughs> 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 uh- Oh my god Uh... i'm like oh let me tell you (laughs) i was in group therapy sessions with women who attended his church and they were severely depressed because they were told that they should submit better and pray more and they wanted to kill themselves and had severe postpartum depression and it was the worst situation i'd ever seen
2: (laughs) and they're like did you say that to them (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh wow and how did they react
1: well, one, one in particular looked, like, really sad, like his eyebrows were sad. And he's like, but why Mark Driscoll? I go, because he's the guy behind the machine. It's a cult. Mars Hill Church is a cult. And they're just like, oh. I go, I know. You know, it's hard to realize that, you know, something that looks good in a lot of ways could have, have bad things in it. That's, like, that's really hard to realize. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw one guy, like that same guy, later during the show when Bazan said Jesus fucking Christ in the show. Like the guy seemed to be shooting prayers at him. Like he yeah, had his hands kind of like pressed together and was kind of like pointing at him. And um, my friend Ian Barnes, who, I know he's like that dude's totally praying for Bazan. <laughs> <laughs> And they go, so what's your what's your Twitter handle? I'm like, it's fake Driscoll. They're like, I'm totally following you. And he goes, I can't believe you would spend that much effort and time into trying to take down Mark Driscoll. I was like, oh, it doesn't take that much time.
2: It's really easy. <laughs> You've got too much time on your hands. I know. <laughs> oh. These people and their time judgment. <laughs>
1: but it was such a good <laughs> show and I cried cuz I'm just very emotional Bazan <laughs> and I've just known him a long time it's so sweet and so I'm backstage. Oh, and I made friends with, uh, real life friends with Rachel Demi, who I know from Twitter. But she was like, I'm going to be at the show, so maybe I'll see you. And um, I, f- I found her because she said she was going to be there with Ben Gibbard. And I saw him walking in the hall. And I, without even introducing myself or anything, I was like, hey, are you here with Rachel? I just wanted to say hi to her. She said, he's like, yeah, sure. My name's Ben. I'm like, hi, I'm Stephanie. And <laughs> I felt really <laughs> dumb because clearly I knew who he was. I would even ask, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You, do you happen to be with Rachel? But anyway, he took me down to her and um she goes she goes we were talking about balls i was wanting to do a dick and balls mashup um, type of podcast or something something because she goes how do you feel about balls and i told her i go well one night simone um said this thing she just out of the blue she goes balls are stupid and we laughed for like 10 minutes she's like yes (laughs) she said something about dong teaming and the dick and balls mashup and Yes. I was like, oh, I think this needs to happen. It will be a ratings bonanza.
2: <laughs> totally. Gosh, the, the balls yeah. are stupid remark. It's gonna haunt us for the rest of our lives in a way because I, neither of us can remember what what made me say balls are stupid. I didn't. We, we were talking about we something, and whatever it was, my answer was balls are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't just I remember it so well because we're lying
1: on the air mattress in Kate's attic in Brooklyn and the sun was coming up because we've been up all night we just come from that show and we were like giddy on on the post-show high
2: (laughs) yes fall
1: asleep and then balls are stupid was just the most hilarious thing right then
2: (laughs) (sighs) and remains and still today (laughs)
1: So, yeah, like, speaking of the sun coming up, like, we didn't go to bed till about four, and then I didn't wake up till noon today, which never happens, let me tell you. Like, the kids were, I know, the kids were at a sleepover, and so that's why that happened, but we woke Uh. up, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, oh,
2: half the day's gone. (laughs) What am I going to
1: do? So... I hate that, that was... when
2: you you think it's great that you've done that, and then it, you just feel worse. It's like you drank too much, yeah, I do. you just slept too much. I, I, you know, I tout myself as a you know way into sleep, but even I can sleep too much. It's sad.
1: Do you get sleep hang- sleep hangovers?
2: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
1: Me too, if I sleep too long. I wonder long. how
2: much of it is real and how much of it is psychological, just guilt imposing a headache.
1: Oh, because, very interesting. Because you see the
2: clock that says one thirty, and you're like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, why can't we cut ourselves a break, though? Because we're like, yeah. we're an exhausted culture. Like, we yes. don't need to be as productive as... Yes. as Americans think we need to you know. We're very busy American, exhausting
2: right? ourselves leaving comments on YouTube and stuff <laughs> and you know, we need our sleep after all that, after we spent all our time doing that.
1: <laughs> I need to do very important interneting. okay? I do not have time to be sleeping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh... Well, uh, I have to mention before we get too deep into the show, uh, Christmas is almost here. And if you still have some last minute shopping to do on Amazon, maybe you should go to dongteeny.com, And on the left hand side, you'll find an Amazon logo. And if you click on it just take shit to amazon and you can do all your shopping for you know your dog and your grandma and whoever else is left but if you do that first we'll get a little kickback so that would be so cool thanks guys so i just to plug all because i haven't plugged in a little while so um now last week i talked about a contest dating back to oh way back in episode 72 and um I used a little sound clip.
0: This game is stupid. Who cares about it anyway?
2: And I said anyone who can identify it, you know, will get a prize in the mail. And um, I said it wasn't Googleable, but when I said that, I had just typed it in without quotes, and it didn't come up. But after we were done recording, I typed it in with quotes, and it came up. And I was like, God. Damn it! And so I had hoped that people would just think, oh, well, she said it doesn't work, so I don't know what it is. But yeah, some people tried it and they found out what it was. So anyway, <laughs> listener Misty was the first person to write and identify it through this means, this, this sad means. And then uh, listener Kiko also identified it in the same way. And this was a contest <laughs> listener for people who knew, it was for <laughs> knowing. Not so but they both confessed that even, in their. They both they
1: that they googled it. Yeah.
2: Oh, confess, Misty, fucking like slapped me in the face with a dong with a with a fucking <laughs> let me Google that for you link. I was like, oh, oh, I guess because she thought I did say <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't come up on Google. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the irony. <laughs>
1: so great i know. and also when you said that she slapped you on the face of the dog it reminded me of um this, this my favorite snoop <laughs> snoop Doggy dog song where he's like this is dj easy dick slapping you across your fat ass with a fat dick <laughs> <laughs>
2: it kills me every
0: time <sighs>
2: and i really enjoying that visual. So anyway, yes, both both listeners made it very clear that uh, that they found it via Google. So because I didn't specify that Google was disallowed, I just said listen, Bunyan was disallowed because I knew she knew. So um, if anyone knows what it is you will get the prize instead of Misty but since I didn't specify Misty will get a prize but it's not going to be as good of a prize as somebody (laughs) who knows from seeing the movie and I will verify this because I'm going to ask a series of questions and I'm going to even extend this so if you find out what it is by using Google and you watch the movie and email me before December 31st and we can engage in a quiz and conversation about this film I will give you a good prize uh, to the value of up to $10. (laughs)
1: Someone will conduct a green card inquiry. Do you
2: seriously? Really know this and I've been show? through the green card process, and this will be very similar. So don't you know. hesitate. <laughs> Gosh. So Misty, if no one else comes forward and has can you know answer my questions, and you're entitled to join this too, and you'll get a better prize, but Misty will get something in the mail, but it will just fit in a flat letter-sized envelope because I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I'm not fucking coughing it up for a Googling. I mean, let on. me Google flat letter
1: size envelope for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, listen, if you want to thwart Misty getting the prize, go ahead. <sighs> anyway. I love that she sent. let me Google that for you. I know! <laughs> Such a dummy! Like, but when one day my hotmail is getting hacked, the next day people are sending me <laughs> Google that for you. I mean, God, do I even know what a fucking mouse Just is? A
1: shot in the heart for the internet vixen. <laughs> I know. <sighs>
2: okay.
1: <laughs> is everybody jealous of how much I'm enjoying this? Because there's no way anyone else is enjoying this <laughs> as much as I am right now. <laughs> okay. So, so.
2: Okay, now last week we also talked about uh, a beautiful expression of uh, love between two consenting adults, also known as a Monroe transfer, which is when also you stick is a
1: tube. known as a <laughs> disgusting expression of germs <laughs>
2: expressed between
1: two idiots.
2: <sighs> so it's when you put uh, a tube in two buttholes and one shoots... Uh, down the tube and into the other butt. So anyway, what I've been informed by, thank you to all the listeners who reached out about this. (laughs) I did have a few. But, um, yeah, so um, listener Frank said, I guess there's a movie called Me, You, and Everyone We Know. And there's this boy who... I think he um, yeah I guess he's like a six year old boy and he's like chatting online to a 40 year old woman like, but he's kind of like trying to seduce her in a six year old way and his idea oh of, of love is is saying um, he says you poop into my butthole and I poop into your butthole back and forth forever so um, <laughs> and that's his idea of romance so that sounds like a Monroe transfer I don't Very think there's male. a tube involved and, uh, and then there's also an emoticon for, for pooping butt to butt uh, which is a oh, wow. two it's two closed two closed um, brackets um, then like the less than greater than symbols making it like a diamond shape which I guess represents the poop mm-hmm. and then two open open bracket symbols so yeah. Oh,
1: nice. so,
2: uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So that that's <laughs> supposed to represent a Monroe transfer that way. And also another another listener, uh, uh, I think a listener Katie, uh, tweeted at us both yesterday, saying that they they typed in Monroe transfer oh, and then oh Woods no. that came up. Also, were etiquette like somebody's like that popped up for her that someone wanted to know what the etiquette of a Monroe transfer was, and I was like, gosh, yeah, what 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 would the etiquette be? Like, gosh, do do I do I put the tube in both of our asses, or do we each put the tube into our own ass, or you know, how do I how do I bring it up in in conversation that I want to try a Monroe transfer? Like, what was somebody googling Monroe transfer etiquette? I don't know. Uh
1: Wow, that just gives a whole nother level of nobility.
2: I know, I know. That
1: someone would th- want to do it right and respectfully.
2: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. gives me hope
1: that it is truly an expression of love between two consenting adults.
2: <laughs> You're really taking your relationship to a new level when you can openly and frankly talk about Monroe transferring. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. Now, I had a... Uh, A Facebook watchdog. Arf, arf, arf! Um, (laughs) did you know that when I do that, that my eyes roll back into my head? (laughs) Oh my god, do not tell me that. (laughs) Makes it even better. I tilt my head back like I'm barking to the moon.
1: (laughs) What do your cats do when you do that?
2: Um, they're usually not around, yeah. (sighs) But uh, could, could you try Bring it? them in next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just do it when they're around, when I'm not recording, and then I'll tell you how they react. Um, anyway, so I learned uh, during the week, there's been a bit of an issue with mysterious likes. So people are seeing in their oh. feed stuff like, so-and-so likes Walmart, so-and-so likes Saab. Someone and the told guy, me, that, like, the guy telling says, me
1: that last night.
2: Yeah, and they, like the guy, like this, the, the person who's writing the article said the person that liked Saab doesn't even have a car, you know, yes, let alone some friend, fancy car.
1: His friend who likes Subaru doesn't even have a car, and he wouldn't like yeah. Subaru even if he did. So yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. And uh, I think one of them was like some other big, bigger corporate, like like some bank or something, and the guy's like really anti corporate, you know. So just. You Know just it wouldn't, he wouldn't go out and like a corporation like that, you know. And then there's been instances of people who are dead liking things, like it shows up in the feed. And people are like, Well, uh, this person's dead, I don't think they liked this thing. And I think it's something to do with like they're supposed to saying, Well, it pulls it from their existing likes or something, but it's like things the person wouldn't have liked anyway, even if they were alive. It's so awful, so That's unless so awful. The, yeah. So unless you uh, memorialize um, a Facebook page, um, you have to uh, you have to be concerned with uh, things like that happening to dead people. But even still, like just going around and telling people that you like products and companies is just really bad. And Facebook doesn't have a very good answer. They just keep trying to make up. Oh, it might be this or it might be that, and just it, it, there's no explaining. Yeah. it. So yeah, Facebook as usual full of shit and thus concludes another edition of Facebook Watchdog arf, arf, arf. they
1: scare the shit out of me more and more
2: yeah I know that's what I try to tell people I'm actually I still I still now I've had my phone for three months and I still do not have Facebook on my phone because I don't want that's
1: smart yeah I just don't want them um, infiltrating
2: every element of my life you know I'll let Google They're do. They're probably
1: <laughs> siphoning all everyone's information, just clean off their phone. Exactly. That's why I decided
2: that. not to not to do it. And it's a little inconvenient, but now it's just like fuck it, I'll just wait till I'm at a desktop and it's been fine. You know, sometimes I disappear. Like if I go on a trip and I don't have a computer and my I'm just, you know, interneting off the phone, then there's just no Facebook for me. But that's fine. I can deal.
1: So no. is this a good time for me to talk about um, my disappearing posts on Facebook?
2: Yes, this is the perfect time. And thus reopens another portion of Facebook <laughs> Watch reopens? needs to be reopened
1: because (laughs) i have a fan page for my blog stuff christian culture likes a facebook fan page i've had it for over three years and no posts have ever disappeared in which i talk about people who are doing questionable behavior within the church you know under the guise of christianity people doing this i call them out daily you know something like that i'm posting every single day no post has ever disappeared except in this last week two posts have clean disappeared? I got no notifications that it would be removed. All the entire comment threads were disappeared disappeared along with them, and they were both about this um, man. <laughs> he's not a preacher guy, theologian type person named Tony Jones.
2: Now let's and back I've up just had, before you go any further. That we were kind of talking about this a couple weeks ago, but you were choosing to not really name. It was the thing that made you cry at work. Yes. Yes. So, so. I was trying
1: hard not to say his name, and now it's gotten so bad. I'm going to go ahead and say his name. Because when we were speaking about him, he's he's writing posts about misogyny within the church. And um, well, his his post where he he posted something two weeks ago saying, "Where are the women? Why don't women comment on my blog?" And, and we told him, he starts all he got, this?
2: What? Where is? What's his position on misogyny in the church? Is he? Does he?" Okay, that's, that's what's so from interesting.
1: A- that's the most interesting thing is that he considers himself very you know equal rights oriented and he supposedly does a lot of work for the lgbtq community and that's like kind of what his identity is is that he's like all about these equal rights but then he posted something recently where he said this was two weeks ago exact or thursday two weeks ago, um, saying, where are the women? Why don't women comment on my blog? I did the stats and only one out of 16 commenters are women. And I, you know, I appreciate that question, but when we answered him, yeah. he got really mad and yeah. he's like, what, what's going on? And I go, well, to be honest, you remind me of, you know, men in my from the past who were Christians who harmed me. And he's like, you might as well have called me Hitler. And he got so angry and those comments are all still up on his blog. So, um, mm-hmm. He came over and was like saying thanks a lot about the stuff that people were saying about him in my thread, and kind of proving our point that he does—he's not a safe person or yeah. open to like leave comments about. And then in this last week, two of these threads about him just disappeared. I got no notifications. People are like, "Did you take that down?" I'm like, "Hell no, I didn't take that down. Yeah. That was a great discussion. We're calling You've out this bad behavior down. within the church. I know. So it happened not only once but twice. So yesterday or, or on Friday." To Yes, that's what makes it suspicious. So I said, you know, I made a big post on Friday, and I was like, in the three years I've run this page, this has never happened. It's happened twice in this week. Has happened to both be about Tony Jones. So I would like to open this comment thread to people commenting. uh, You know, just say something about Tony Jones. What your experience of him has been? What do you think of his ministry? You know, it can be positive if if you want. But I just, you know, want to open this back up so that if this. Comment thread disappears. Then we're going to launch an, a forensic investigation as to why it went away <laughs> and why I didn't receive any notification. So people are leaving all these comments, and we'll see what happens. But what's funny is right before we started recording, he left an incredibly disappointing comment on my friend Jen's post about the benefit of having a penis, which is where she did an experiment um, commenting on his blog using the name James, and then she re- she was engaged. You know, um, <clears throat> she was engaged much more kindly and politely, with more interest than all of the women comments in that blog. So everything's up right. there. I um, I linked to her post um, in my last stuff Christian culture likes entry on which I talk about covert misogyny within the church. So that link mm-hmm. is in there if you would like to go see the thread if you have like half an hour because it's eternal and it's actually really interesting if we're going to talk about you know gender studies and gender rights. Like we're doing, so that's where we are with that. And um, Tony is very upset with me, and his friends are very upset with me. <laughs> They're like, he's and people are messaging me going, "Can you give him a break? He's had a shit week." And I'm like, "Hey, I'm just, I'm just like saying this is what this guy's saying." And people are are supposed to respond. That's part of being in the yeah. Christian community. That's how it works. That's you know, he doesn't get a free pass for his If you open to yourself to criticism
2: because, and then you can't handle that criticism, exactly. then it means you weren't really opening yourself. Up for it? You were expecting yep. people to just come in and say, "Hey, man, you're, what you're doing is so cool!" Like I don't understand why no one's gonna like comment shit. Like that's what he wanted to happen. Yeah. He wanted everyone to just validate what he was already doing. And um, and yeah. I was th- I was thinking about this before because you know I knew this has been going around now for like I guess nearly two weeks now. But um, just when you sometimes you're doing something, it sounds like he's probably really well intentioned and and d- doing things that he doesn't. He's trying so hard mm-hmm. to be the good guy mm-hmm. and be, you know, uh, you know, helpful to you know gays and you know women and, and such that, you know, he's unable to see what what he's doing. But if you went inadvertently do something that hurts someone's feelings like I think we've all made a joke and then it's hurt somebody's feelings and then you'll be like oh I was just kidding you know and you feel really bad but you think oh well I was just kidding and some people get really defensive like well I was kidding so you need to get over it and I think it's sort of it's 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 a two way street the person who offended needs to take a step back and think oh shit I need to, you know, maybe I didn't realize that that was insensitive, but conversely mm-hmm. the person who's offended also needs to be generous and say, I totally understand you didn't mean it, but I did take it this way. And you know what I mean? Like both parties mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. sort of meet in the middle when, when yep. feelings are hurt or people are saying something, you can't just be like, well, I was kidding. So fuck you, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, my feelings are hurt. Yep. So you're still an asshole. It's like, no, that person wasn't an asshole. That wasn't what they meant. You know, and I, and, you know, and I talked about this time and time again about intent when somebody, you know. Know, says a word uh, like retarded and retarded. It's like, what does that person really mean? Does that person, you know what I mean? Like, you have to like look yep. deeper into just what's on the surface in the words and and get to the bottom of all that. And if clearly he's put the word out there and people answered it, and he's just his immediate responses. Well, that's not what I meant. So what you're saying is wrong yeah. it's like well if you have this many women <laughs> telling you that then you need to take take that step forward towards them and and meet yeah. it sounds like the women weren't trying to be too bullying but he just totally took it the wrong way and is not really willing to, yeah. to bend his his way of doing things which is you know not productive for him
1: and you know what's really concerning is the, all the men that are defending him to me i I'm like, you don't know what it's... You can't say that you know what it's like to be a woman in the church, let let alone in the world. So don't try to tell me how Tony should make me feel. It's not okay. It's a gigantic problem in culture and in the church. So you as a church leader, not acceptable. And I I told one guy, I was like, you are not allowed to shame me into silence (laughs) about abusive behavior. You're just not allowed to do that to me.
2: Yeah. And see, this is also, uh, again, reopening that... You know, we've been talking about feminism, I think, almost four out of the last five episodes now. But, um, I, know. Uh, um, but I think they've been good conversations. And I've sort of, you know, I've been uh, hesitant to call myself a feminist and I'm still sort of struggling with that. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's kind of why it's almost like, it's like men, like th- these all sound like men, men that are probably listening to him and, and Tony Jones himself are all men that, you know, w- would identify themselves as being, you know, progressive about women's rights. But they don't realize that they're doing certain things and there's certain elements they're not fully understanding yep. or aware of and um, I almost feel like if you once somebody identifies as a feminist it almost seems like they're on the attack you know mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and if I, I feel like as long as I don't identify myself I'm going to say the same things I'm going to you know make the same points it's like you're saying like the women like these men are unintentionally it's like in their psyche deep deep down no matter how much their their consciousness is telling them yeah women are equal there's other things in them that just make them react if, react this, mm-hmm. this way and, and, and just respond more more to men so it's almost I feel like if I don't take that angle that I'm a feminist it it, 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 it at least doesn't make them need to feel like they have to arc up at all yes. and I'm just talking to them logically reasonably which is all I'm trying to do anyway is just get to the point it's like doesn't it's and mm-hmm. then other things like with people like atheists you know we were talking about some people don't want to identify as atheists and the reason I feel strongly about identifying as an atheist because it's like 3% 3 or 5% of the population are atheist agnostic or no religion wow, so it doesn't even that mean all? They, that's all like not even all non-believers what? Like th- so they still include people who just don't really Identify with anything, you know what I mean? So oh, it's that sounds it's, so low. It is. It's really low. I feel like really half low. the
1: people I know identify that way. That's so strange. Yeah, wow. that, that, that's I, what I happens when you because... live
2: in certain bubbles and groups. Is that? Yeah, that's how I feel. I You're feel right. like nearly high percentage of everyone I know. I feel like is non-believer. But you know, it's it's yeah. still in the, in the general population. It's really really small. So that's why in that case, I feel like it's important to, mm-hmm. you know, just the more you see of us, the more you think, oh, actually, yeah, I do agree with. I do feel that way. And you know, the numbers grow, we get represented, and we aren't all trying to eat mm-hmm. babies, so you know it's like that's that's why I feel like but in the case of women, we're, we're more than fifty percent of the population. So I feel like it's 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 pointless to say why well, is standing up for for us because well mm-hmm. duh it's like for me as I said before it's a real it's a real duh thing. So I just I, I want to approach it from a just a reasonable level sort of thing, not not totally. from this sort of attacking thing. I feel like. Without even meaning to, feminism automatically sounds like it's more of an agenda than I want it to. It does. To me it's and like that's like I feel to get about. To the obvious point. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, like. Yeah. Exactly. Like feeling like people's experience of what a feminist is kind of informs how they will receive you. And that's how I feel about the Christian label. And Dawn, my friend, listener Dawn, she's like, why don't you want to identify as a Christian? You know, we go to church together and you practice Christianity, clearly. I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable calling myself that. And she's like... like but and she wants me to go ahead and give myself the label you know call myself that to say that not all christians are this way and i'm like i just feel like if i call myself that for one and well for one i don't know if i can call myself that for two i feel like everyone would think oh she's a christian so she thinks she's right about everything and that i'm wrong and that's yeah uh, and then they feel like i'm against them and that's not what i'm about at yeah. all you know I'm like I, exactly. I, want to know. I don't know and I do I know I do practice Christianity but I don't feel comfortable calling myself a Christian because I don't know if this stuff is real okay
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well even when you and I when I first met you on, on myspace you had your religion Christian and I and I thought you seemed really cool but I thought oh well, she'll hate me now she won't want to be my oh, friend because I'm an see, atheist that's
1: exactly see, my point that's exactly
2: oh. it you know and you know even though we've yeah. been getting along I thought as soon as you looked at my religion you'd be like oh get this person away from me she's satanic you know, I didn't know you well enough yet to know that that was like sure. not going to happen. Well, that had been your you experience
1: know? of Christians.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> dealt with some, like, some uh... that were like f- completely freaked out and afraid. So, yeah, and so and um, there's and there's a, and there's a um, I guess I haven't I haven't seen this this blog, but apparently um, I was chatting with someone on Facebook about this, but um, but Jen Kirkman has this new uh, blog, which is because she's always like sort of talking about women in comedy and how you know they they just kind of get you know mistreated and she's like gets introduced like are you ready for a female comedian like what do you mean ready for (laughs) like what what do they need to do you know yeah that's not okay yeah so just stuff like that so i think um she's trying to sort of you know sort of defend that side of it and um and i guess she's got um men writing essays about this. Now, I haven't I haven't been to the website, I was just kind of just told about this. And and I was talking mm-hmm. to a guy and he was saying, you know, why I, I get I get the point, but you know, it's what, what she's trying to do, but you know, why why would you get men to write the write the essay it's like it, it almost seems like you're, you're bringing in men to the rescue you know instead of letting women yeah and this person's like totally progressive it's like why can't women just you know sure. state their point point? and then because of all this stuff that's been going on with Tony Jones and the women not being appreciated in the comments and all this stuff I said well I think it's because you're trying to reach men the women already get it you're trying to reach men and yeah. men will listen to other men it's just it's to me it's like it's this it's the reasonable approach it's the sane approach it's not like I'm it's just like gonna Abraham do it my Lincoln. way because this is the way it should be it's like this is what we're uh, this is what we're dealing with. If you're trying to get through to people. You need to, you know, speak the people to them, in power.
1: Need to exactly. influence the other people in power because the people who aren't exactly. in power aren't going to be able to do it. You know? Yeah, that's the and whole point. I, I is that, that we're disempowered. Yeah, so, exactly.
2: Yeah, so that was my, and then, and then and then they were like, oh yeah, I can kind of see a point now because you know they thought we were sort of disempowering ourselves by having men come in and make these make these remarks for us. But I was like, no, it's right. like they're redeeming themselves. Saying, I, I agree with women, and I'm not too. like emotional and on my yeah. period. I actually think this. You know? It's yeah,
1: like, I, I mean, I totally get where that person is asking that question because it seems so counterintuitive. Like, and I think I've thought that about feminism too in the past. Like, well, we should be able to just speak, stand for ourselves and not have to push for it. But then yeah. when I wrote this covert misogyny post, I said, whenever this discussion comes up on the Stuff Christian Culture Likes Facebook page, where women say, I feel like I'm not heard in the church, a white dude will always say, hey, you guys don't, uh, I'm not like that. And you guys aren't, are being too sensitive, you know? And I said, in every instance, it always takes another white dude who's sympathetic to come in and set that guy straight. And then he will finally start to come around a exactly. bit. Exactly. That's things just the women say of it. do nothing. Yeah. It's just the reality of it. No,
2: because women... By somebody who you're trying to reach, who has a problem with this stuff, a woman is just going to be seen as, you know, being emotional and you know, PMSing, or you know, with an agenda, or some other reason, you know, other than just being logical and, and reasonable, which which again is why I don't feel like I want to say I'm a feminist, because then I come in on like more of an attack. I'm a feminist. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make this point. It's like, no, I'm just like a normal, reasonable person who happens to be female, and this is what makes sense, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm really enjoying thinking about all this stuff, and exploring it, and figuring out my position, which with every chat that I have. So I know
1: because it's so ingrained in us that there are a lot of biases that we don't think about because we yeah. think that we're really progressive and I was in um like a, a church group actually a couple of years ago where one of <laughs> one of the men showed up without his wife and because uh-huh. she had some other meeting that night and, and people and a couple of the guys go, I think it's really brave of you to come without your wife and, and we go, why do you think that's brave? Like me and another woman were like, that doesn't seem very brave to me. And mm-hmm. um, they got on the offensive because they realized that they're bias there that they had thought about had been exposed because they were progressive in every way but like there was kind of that that thought that the woman should be more relational and the man is less relational and so that's right. why it was brave of him to show up so like and then all the women in the group are wounding from the church in and, ca- and our past came to the front and things got a little heated you know and they were like feeling defensive because they were embarrassed that their bias had been exposed <laughs> yeah and they couldn't say that but that's what was happening you know um, it was so interesting. And I didn't even fault them for it. I'm like, because we're we're we grew up with these attitudes, like our parents' totally. attitudes for it. We're not okay. These gender okay. biases and, are ingrained
2: just... in all of us in various yeah. degrees, and it's our consciousness and the stuff we get from talking to people and our experiences that, that's shaping things, shaping us to do things differently. But the biases are like ingrained in us from childhood, and we're slowly trying to like break away from them. And you know, there's no yeah. shame in that. You shouldn't feel bad if you catch yourself saying something. Yes you know you know sounds like oh wait this doesn't sound like what yeah. i think but it's deep in that's you that's so somewhere. beautiful
1: there's no shame in it and, no. and that's so beautiful because that's where everyone immediately goes you know to feeling ashamed and then they yeah. then they get aggressive because they need to protect that precious part exactly. of themselves which was actually innocent so there shouldn't be any shame in it no. you know just realization and care so i hope that's something that can come of all this Tony Jones stuff,
2: (laughs) and Caitlin
1: Moran stuff, (laughs) Jen Kirkman, bless her heart. So
2: yes, so I think yeah, I think we're doing doing good things. But ladies and gentlemen, see what I just did? (laughs) I just called out to the ladies. I did it again. totally didn't mean to do that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, please, you know, talk it up on the on the blog on uh, the donntini.com and, and weigh in on this. Because, yeah, this started a few weeks ago. I just casually mentioned something. And, I, oh, I didn't want really to sound like a feminist. And I didn't get too deep into it. And I sounded like a dunce. But, um, you know, and the listener kind of was like, hey, I wasn't, I, I didn't really, you know, I thought that was kind of, you know, Obama because I'm a feminist. And we've continued flushing it out since. And, um, fleshing it out since. And, um... Yeah, so please weigh in and tell us what, what you think about uh, our, our journey so, <laughs> on the podcast. So, cool. Um, I just
1: love any, any kind of community like this. Like, I, online communities are real. They, they really are. are. Like, lots of healing has happened. And just lots of good discussion takes place. And I just love that that could happen in the Dongtini comments and that we yes. are on, you know, first name basis with some of our listeners and we know who they are. And I just love it. So yes.
2: Please Healing comment, and guys, growing and like friendship. You. It's great. <sighs> um, I just want to make a quick mention, uh, completely changing from humans to cats. Uh- <laughs> So Birdsworth, my cat, he had a little incident a few months ago where he, you know when cats get crazy and they like jump straight up the wall kind of? I don't know if people yep. have seen cats do this. So yeah, so Birdsworth did this and he like hurt his leg and and he's kind of like got something that's not dislocated but he's got like a bone pulling away from something else and he's been kind of limping and stuff and he sits with his little back leg out so he doesn't put weight oh, on it. Oh, that's so and sad. He had this yeah, a poor little guy. Anyway, so um, they said he might have to have an operation that would cost oh! two thousand dollars, <gasps> and um, yeah, we have pet insurance, so it wouldn't be that expensive for us. But still, it's like a really bad recovery process. But anyway, in the meantime, yeah. she said the vet said give him these uh, glucosamine oh. treats, and uh, and you know that might help. And <laughs> you won't need you won't need to Can do that. You say that, that you may again. Not need- Glucosamine treats? I guess, I love What's it? so funny about glucosamine treats? It just sounds so cute. <laughs> it's two words that don't belong together. <laughs> I guess not. Yes, yeah, so she gave us these glucosamine treats to give him to, like, maybe that'll improve the joint, and then he won't have to have the surgery. And when he has it, yeah, he, 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 um, yeah, he walks a lot better. He doesn't seem to be limping as much, Aww. so I think it's working. But anyway, the whole point of all this is that on the glucosamine treats, because, you know, you're worried, like, you want the cat to take these other treats. If the cat doesn't eat it, it's like, oh, well, we'll just throw it away or give it away. But we really want him to take this. So anyway, so when they're trying to sell this to you as, a, as the cat's going to eat it, it says appetizing liver flavor. Okay, maybe the cat would like that right then underneath it says appealing fish shape do you really fucking think that my cat knows that that sort of just random shape that people draw for a simple fish is a fish and that's gonna make him want it it's in the shape yeah it doesn't look like it's not like shaped like crafted like you know, like a craftsman work to look like an actual fish. It's just like if you were drawing like one line to draw a fish on a page. That's the like shape of Jesus it. Yeah, it's like a Jesus fish. Yes, like a Jesus fish, like a fucking Jesus fish. The peeling fish shape. It's like my cat didn't want it when I put, came up from behind, but as soon as he saw that it was shaped like a fish, he ate the thing right up.
1: Is the liver, Is the appealing liver flavor in the shape of a liver?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, it's in a fish shape, but it tastes like liver.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's just going to confuse the poor thing.
2: I know. So, anyway, I just can't get over that they think the shape is going to appeal to the cat. I love that. It's oh, so good. Uh, <sighs> um, now, I, I guess there's an app. Now, we play sometimes on this show a Would You Rather game where we get out demented husbands to uh, come up <laughs> with uh, with a would you rather do this or that scenario and when we try and discuss it and figure out what we would rather do but they really fucked things but anyway I guess there's an app and on the app this was posted so I guess you when you vote you can see what other people um, uh, what other people voted for and uh, somebody put the screen capture was going around would you rather be an atheist or. <laughs> be a pedophile <laughs> oh that's terrible and that's a- would, you want to know the results oh no drum roll please don't tell me 83% would rather be an atheist 17% with what with 15,613 votes would oh. rather be a pedophile that
1: that makes me feel better. I thought it would be more <laughs> pile, but that's way too many people. That's way too many people still.
2: Yeah, and I was like, did somebody like make this up in a screen capture and just like fake this? But do you really think the number could actually? You think it could be higher in in the people you know in that community?
1: That makes me angry. That's like that putting those two things together. I think is horrible.
2: I know. You know
1: how does that make oh, you so feel? That's so funny.
2: Like that didn't even offend me. <laughs> just used to and it. That's what, it spins <laughs> the fuck
1: out of me for some
2: reason. You know, when I first meet people wow. tell them I'm an atheist, they ask if I'm actually, you know, if I, I can be trusted around children. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would probably rather my kids be near atheists than it's Christians and be perfectly honest with you.
2: Oh, man. But, um, yeah no I actually the, the comparison actually didn't offend me because I'm used to that kind of thing coming out of out of Christians. I'm more just shocked that 17% of people would prefer that. Like I mean when somebody asks that question I'm you know you, you, I guess you'd start imagining your life one way or the other. It was easy for me because I already am an atheist. But I guess for someone who is yeah. neither they had to like sort of imagine their life without God. And then they had mm-hmm. to like uh, imagine putting their hands all over a little kid. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't imagine making that choice without somehow visualizing that. And then they chose oh. to do that. Do you I know feel what I like mean? it would
1: be so much better to not have God than to like be compelled to do that <laughs> to I know. like that.
2: But they, they would have, I <laughs> feel That's like when you're even choice. contemplating it, you would like think about doing it and then choose it. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Just the horror. Like that. That boggles my mind. Absolutely and this is an app. <laughs> it's an app, called, which is, I guess it throws all kinds of... The other ones that it has are on the app. Um, there's, uh, in the app, in the screenshot from the app on the, on the iTunes page, It's there's a Would You Rather Be a Jedi or Be a Sith? And the other one, which I think is a good question, actually, Would You Rather Only Have a First Grade Education or Live in a World Where Everyone Else Only Had a First Grade Education?
1: Oh no, that's yeah. really difficult. Actually,
2: I I first thought, oh, of course I want to be smart, but then I thought I think I'd see if you only Wouldn't have you the first quake? grade education. I mean, I, th- yeah, I already I think, think, you... think
1: I'm way smarter than everybody else. And Seriously, that's rough, but what if they only have first grade
2: education? Yeah, so I think I'd almost rather be dumb and just and just you know, I don't know, my self esteem would be shot. I just don't. know. I think I'd. I'd, I think I'd you be might so not frustrated be because you would only have a first grade education. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you wouldn't know any better. Ignorance is bliss. I know. But yes, yeah, so that's that's why I was thinking I might choose that cuz I think I'd just get so fucking mad at how dumb everybody was. Everybody. Oh. Everybody but you has a first grade education.
1: Oh, oh. it'd be like driving
2: <laughs> all the like bad driving? drivers on the road. Yes, yes. <laughs> Having to be constantly angry at everybody. It would almost be like being the only person on earth, really. Because you couldn't have a a proper conversation with anybody. So I think I would choose to have a first grade education myself. Because I just wouldn't know how dumb I was. Dumb people usually don't know how dumb they are. That's why they leave comments all over the the internet. That's why they get so defensive. (laughs) So I think think I'd choose that. So um, Now... God. So yesterday, I posted a picture on Twitter, and it was so awesome. And oh. uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you where I was when I saw it.
2: Oh, please.
1: I was trying to save my phone battery because I was at the Bazan show in the U district and David was playing his own show at the sunset in Ballard. And right. so anyway, moral of the story is my, my battery was like at 12% and I had to save it. And so I couldn't click on that picture when I, you know, I kept checking Twitter during the show. But Ben Parsons was sitting next to me during in the opener. He goes, did you see someone's picture that she posted? You're going to <laughs> fucking die. And he shows it to me and I'm like, ah! In the middle of this, you know, totally <laughs> shoegaze emo core, <laughs> meaningful core opening band. Oh, it, I won't say what it is so that the listener can enjoy it for themselves. But it was yeah. definitely the picture of the week.
2: Definitely of the week. I think it's one of the best pictures. That, as I put in the tweet, I think it's one of the best pictures I've ever seen. In my life, it's on dongteeny.com. And it just, I just, after I'd tweeted it, I'd responded to people who replied to me about it. And then I opened it up again and like stared at it for another two minutes, just looking closely at every detail. Not and suitable listener? for work, people. And yeah, definitely not suitable for work. Jesus Christ, no. Um, and uh, actually, we shouldn't even just have it straight on the site. We should have it like blurred and then linked to outside of it, because it's really wrong. Ooh, but, um, you're probably right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also be sure to look at the painting in the background. So <laughs> I, I missed this detail because no, it was I just thought I thought you might. It's <gasps> still a treat to be had. Yeah, There's still many, wisdom many. to be gleaned from on this giving. picture.
1: <laughs> um, a couple days ago, I saw someone's avatar was business cat, and I did. I never seen this picture, but it looked just like Birdsworth, your black <gasps> kitty cat, with his yellow eyes, wearing a little collar and tie, and I roared <laughs> laughing for probably two solid minutes. And my kids are like, "What is it?" And I'm like, "That's this picture." They're like, "Yeah." That's it's funny and all, but I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I made up my sc- my screensaver and then I showed, uh, you know, I got my phone out last night. and Megan and Aaron from Grapes of Wrath were like, oh, business cat, and I'm like, this is a thing I'd never seen it before. Like, oh, business cat is everywhere, but I'm business gonna put cat. him also <laughs> on doinktony.com because he looks like Birdsworth Turkington.
2: <sighs> well, Birdsworth isn't a business cat, Does everyone knows, he's got a, a, a job in the <laughs> religious community as the Archbishop of Cuterbury. <laughs> No tie, shirt and tie for Birdsworth. It's all miter and mitre and, he mitre he and needs robes. A,
1: little, a little priest collar
2: and a frock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're gonna uh, finish us up with a monkey yes
1: headline? um there is <laughs> this made me so happy in the news and it's everywhere so i'm sure you've seen it but i just want to read this sentence from a delightful news story with an even more delightful accompanying photo That said animal control came to collect a monkey wearing a Sherling coat in a toronto ikea <laughs> 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 are you familiar with this news story at all no did you see it at all no this this monkey is the cutest little monkey wearing like a tan 70s shirling coat you're going to freak out when you see it because the monkey like apparently okay they go police said the animal somehow let itself out of its crate in the parking lot and the the police officer this is in quotes it's a smart monkey (laughs) (laughs) monkey, you see him like kind of like leaning against the window looking forlornly and
0: it just buttoned
1: oh. up, it's so cute. So, you're gonna die. I IKEA can't monkey, it's everywhere. Oh, so ah. cute! <sighs> all right, I'm um, exhausted from all that cuteness.
2: I'll bet I Listen can't to wait me. to see it. I will <laughs> go up on the block. Uh, so, um, yeah, thanks, uh, everyone. For listening to our podcast, um, you can go to um, uh, what is it? A uh, website and uh, um, and look at stuff and yeah and um, it's, it's just computers, it's computers, man. Um, Simone, San Dimas High School football rules.
1: with feralaudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.